everything we have to fear. The economic health of this nation has been four essential economic freedoms. The excessive decline in the dollar. More it's a late rally on Wall Street. Too big to fail. Growing the economy. Growing the economy. It's amazing what's been going on with the economy. Welcome. Welcome. This is Money Talks. Money Talks. Good morning. What up, fam? You're listening to Money Talks, Atlanta's longest-running, most respected money show on radio. I'm Troy Harmon, your host today, along with uh, Jacob Keen and the one, the only, Jarrett <laughs> McKenzie. I'm wondering if he was going to get it right. No, no, I get it right. When oh, have I, I not you gotten it right? Never. You look right. like you was having I know a... this guy. I was, I was wondering if I should say from parts unknown, but uh, you oh, always yeah. keep us clear as to where you're hailing from. And Absolutely. that is Paulding County. God's country. That's right, right out of Paulding <laughs> County. <laughs> this guy. That is right. I'll tell you what. Glad you to be fun. back. Uh, but you're one of the few people from Paulding County that's actually ridden a bird. Uh, I think we learned about yeah. a week or a couple of weeks ago. you got to venture out every now and then. You yeah, know? You, I don't... you've been downtown riding a bird. You, you believe in that, Jacob? Yeah. I, I mean, you've you've done a Superman off a bird before. Yeah, yeah, I took a spill <laughs> once. Yeah, you hit I a haven't curb. been back at it yet. You, of course, you're supposed to wear a helmet, but I don't know if they'd have one in Jarrett's size. No, no they yeah. don't. Well, you can, I don't need one. You could probably buy a Homer bucket from Home Depot, cut two <laughs> eye holes in it, pop that baby over hey, his head. The the bird account is not in my name, though. Okay. No. no, uh, no okay, so, so you can't be tracked. Yes, of course. <laughs> can't be tracked. Uh, how you long did it take for you to talk your wife into this, I guess, is all I'm going to have to ask. Oh, she was actually the one that talked me into it. Yeah, uh, I think the story that you had, and I'm going to just out you right here on the radio. Yeah, please do. That's what it's for. Uh, you carrying a purse riding a bird? Unfortunately, yes. Yeah. Of course. Not the only was, man in Midtown doing that, though. Well, probably not. <laughs> Touche. Yeah. Yeah. Just no. trying to blend in. I, 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 I see uh, that. You know, I see that. Gotta, a chameleon, this that's guy. That's right. A chameleon. That's right. It's, it, it, we're talking to a man right now with a, bra- a blaze orange shirt oh, on. Oh, yes. The chameleon. You love it. Yeah, well, he's Where up, in, hunt, in, he's up in hunting territory here. Oh, so. is that it? That's right. He's closer trying to trying to keep a low profile. Closer <laughs> to his deer stand. Yeah. So he's got to wear orange. All right. Well. Uh, although you could argue that's a coral, Troy. True. Coral. Yeah, I guess which would match with the purse. You could argue just about anything you wanted to. <laughs> Whether or not it's true, I guess, is going to be left up to everybody else. All right, so uh, this show is about finance, not so much about Jarrett, but, you know, Jarrett's, uh, Jarrett's a fun topic no, no matter who you are. Um, we've gotten almost through earnings season, which would be, you know, our current reporting of fourth quarter results. 477 of the 500 S&P 500 companies have reported earnings growth 12.03%. That's a pretty solid number. Much of that from energy at 9305. Wow. Yeah, yeah and a, a nice nice surprise from the estimates, too. If you look, yeah. basically uh, we're pacing at 3.5% over what the estimates were. Yeah. And kind of inside inside of that, it's like the earnings season has been great, but a little of what we've been seeing through this season is a little bit of coming down on the guidance. Oh, absolutely. That's that's one of the main yeah. themes. You hear the analysts talking about it. A lot of companies are saying, you know, it looks like a slowdown. Yeah. 
So um, you'll have a company that beats on earnings and the stock's down. And it's like, what's going on? Well, mm-hmm. you look at the call. It's always guidance. They move, yeah. Yeah, they move yeah. their guidance down. Right. Um, but, it, you know, you can still see the guidance uh, wasn't sufficient to let the, like you said, we got an earnings surprise of 3.5%, meaning that analysts expected it to be less than we saw, yeah. you know, as far yeah, as on the growth side. So eight and a half, nine percent 9%, and we're at 12 Right. You know, yeah. saw. Yeah, it's good stuff. And performance so far this year, I mean, we've... Yeah. Gone up in a straight line. I mean, yeah, we, we've had another, we had some another positive week. I mean, if you yeah. listen to me every week at the end of the show, as we sign off, we always say market up or down. I always tell you I'm a broken record. The market's going to be up. It doesn't always pan out that way, but yeah. we know from history, and this is the reason I do it, by the way. I'm cheating. <laughs> uh, statistics tell us that the market's more likely to be up in a normal week than down. Yeah. So, and there's, uh, kind of, there's kind of two different stories <clears throat> depending on how far you look back here. You look year to date, you got industrials up 18%, tech up 14.5%. Right. That's a lot of, you know, a cyclical bias, even energy, really, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. the high, highly cyclical names. Whereas you look at year over year, we, we've got utilities leading up 20% and yeah. real estate <laughs> right behind it. So it's kind of like the yeah. rate sensitives, the bond, bond-like bond yeah. sectors. Like yeah. you said, year to date, S&P up over uh, 11%, 116 as we speak. Um Utilities still up a, a respectable 7.67 on the year, but they must not have taken the dip that we saw from June or uh, from September 20th down to December 24th, which mm-hmm. was almost 20%. Uh, utilities didn't participate in the downturn because you look at the one year, like you said, 20%. Yep. It's a pretty amazing uh, change for uh, for such a normally mundane yeah well uh, with, all, with all the negative guidance like you were saying too i mean it's good to see that it's still holding pretty steady on this climb to uh, start the year so hopefully that'll continue yeah no doubt um speaking of that uh, we still have that belly of the curve uh the yield curve inverted um the one-year treasury is still yielding you more than the two the three and the five-year treasury uh, middle of the week, we had the one and the seven on parity, meaning they were yielding the same amount. So uh, in, in the last few days of the week, we saw uh, that change a bit with the seven-year catching a bit of a, uh, a bounce in yield, meaning it sold off a bit. The price is inverse to its uh, to its yield. Um, right, and, and part of the reason that we track this is because it is typically – a recession indicator when you get yield curve inversions most of the time we'll track like a, a two-year and a 10-year right you know a 10 minus a two-year if that gets inverted that's been a reliable signal all along that right there's 100 of the time right yeah it's happened every time but we were bouncing around the idea this week troy and that we looked back in basically the past few recessions the past handful of recessions since the we, early 70s yeah when we see that yield curve inversion what we've seen is that inversion has been less each time. So right. if you go back to 2008, or really before 2008, leading yeah. into that recession, all we got was a 16 basis point inversion. Right. So and that started in about 06. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It, there's a there's a lead time to this. Right. There's a lead time to this. But as we're as we're seeing now, you know, inversions in the belly of the curve. The question is, is that going to be a reliable signal this time around when we've already seen that trend and one of the ways that I kind of like to think about is what percentage of the curve is inverted. And I think right now we're talking about 25, 30% of the curve is inverted, which right. is 
it's know, all historically pretty hot. Each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess the the takeaway in that is let's not ignore the fact that we haven't got you know the true s- signal of a, a ten minus two. two. But I mean the yield curve's telling us you know risk of recession has risen you right know, in the and, past year let's say right. And just to clarify, the ten minus two we're talking about is when the ten year is yielding less than the two year. And right. it does all kind of things. Probably one of the main pieces is it discourages banks from making loans. Yeah, because uh, why would you lend out longer when you're getting compensated less? Right. And and when you think about how people, most businesses formulate their capital plans, they're not borrowing money for the next year or two. They're borrowing money right. for the long term to, <laughs> to buy something that's going to take a while to get paid back on. Right. I mean, most projects you don't get paid back in sure. a year or two. It yeah. takes oh, yeah. a while. So, but but the methodology they use is borrowing short term so that they can borrow at a lower rate. But they'll just right. roll that loan to them, the, yeah. the borrowing that they're doing to hmm. to lend to you. They yeah. roll it a lot of times before the thirty right. year mortgage comes. Because they're it. charging more. To you, then. Right, it's the it concept of net interest margin. If you <laughs> yeah. ever look at banks, um, but you know this this leads clients to questions. Jarrett, what have you had yeah. questions well, about? Well, I mean, yeah, what's a going lot about on? the as I'm talking about the yield curve, which is a lot of what you guys just said. You know, and we're I've told them on a number of occasions that two in that ten year, the inversion there, that's what I've seen you guys and heard you guys, you know, in the past talking about. 100% of the time that that's happened in this country, we have seen a recession within, what, 18, Usually it's within months. 18, yeah. Yeah, so, okay, so if that's the case and it's not inverted yet, but but obviously we're getting close given the current levels, is it possible to have a recession without that inversion? Because as you guys said, it's getting smaller every time, right? Well, so a seeing, lot of that is because we've seen interest rates decline. Think about what sure. interest rates were in, in, in the 70s. When we saw the inversion, the level of the inversion was about two and a half percent. As that rate has come down, which you know we're talking about overnight lending rates right now, the Fed's target rate is two point five percent. So mm-hmm. you know that's significantly lower than it was in the early 70s. I mean, we saw sure. 14, 15 percent being a pretty common uh, right. overnight so lending have, rate. So have we seen in this country? Do you that do you know if there have been recessions without an inversion? It's never happened. No, but but we've also not seen interest rates as low as they are we, today. Yeah, we sure. also had never seen so, a Fed funds rate at zero. <laughs> While it has you, not happened, right. and in the possible. seventy in in eighty two, remember we had a Fed overnight lending rate of nineteen and a quarter percent. Could you believe that relative That's to what insane. we have today, two and a half percent? I mean, these are these are pretty amazing numbers when you think about them. And I, you know, while we've never seen it, it really wouldn't surprise me if we had a recession, you know, based on the facts that we're looking at and how mm-hmm. how much lower current uh, rates have been. It wouldn't be surprising to me if we saw a recession without that ten minus two going truly negative, as close as it's been in recent months. Is mm-hmm. 0.14%. Today it's around 17 basis points, so 0.17. It's gotten a little better, but you know, honestly, not significantly better. A little bit of a disappointing report there. Yeah, we've uh, seen a good bit of weakness yeah. in the housing market lately, the last yeah. few months. Uh, that's down 10.9 from December of 2017, so a full um, year ago. Down yeah. 11 from the month prior, so yeah, a lot of weakness steep. recently. But then, if you look at house prices overall, I mean, we've seen a slowdown in housing starts and construction. But right. the price you look at house is, prices, they've held steady. I mean, we're at 4.2% year over year. 
um, in December. That's a little down from the 4.6 in November, but hanging in there. And I think consumers are. Go ahead, Troy. I think the mortgage rate's probably a lot to do with that. Yeah, price. well, you see, uh, we've seen a rebound in mortgage applications recently. Yep. Um, so maybe it's going to take a bit for it to feed through, but we'll yeah, see. That mortgage application is, is a weekly report, and it increased 5.3%. Uh, in the week, the uh, purchases index ticked up 6.1. Refinancing was up as well at 4.6. It's still amazing to me that people are refinancing at 4.3%, as low as they got. You know, we were down in the 3% yep. for a long, long time. But, you know, people's situations change. Maybe yeah, their credit maybe score impre- improved. Coming off a variable rate or something. I know those are Could starting be. to cause a little bit of trouble for some. Yeah. So you know, trying to get know. out of it. And still, I think it's still reasonable to lock it in at these rates for as long as you possibly can. You know, yeah, so. that 4.3 still looks cheap to me. Oh, yeah. And yep. it certainly will in five or ten years, I guarantee you. Right. Um, other we than got, that, big news. Yep. GDP came out this week. Um, Big surprise to the upside. Yeah, 2.6. 2.6. That's after 3.4 in the third quarter. Right. Which I think is the fastest rate since 2005 for yeah. consecutive quarters. Survey of economists expected 1.7%. Yep. Uh, so it, it beat the socks off of that. But it's, you know, that, that 1.7 came down really quick right before they reported because I looked at it, you know, earlier in this week. And it was around the two four two five yeah, that, that we came in at. So it's you know I don't know what economists decided that they were seeing. And this is the first report uh, for our fourth quarter. Um, there was a bit of a lag anyway. It should have been reported in the end of January, but we had the government shutdown actually delayed the report by yeah. a month basically. That's happened with a lot of different. And the the one other thing I wanted to hit on uh, Troy because you know we mentioned the yield curve before. Um, but one of one of the other main indicators we look at is jobless claims, unemployment right. rate. If yep. you see an uptick in unemployment, that's typically a pretty strong sign that something's changing in the economy. Sure. You know, and what we saw is a pretty steady rise in jobless claims the past few months, but that's come off a little bit, um, which is you know encouraging. Yeah. Overall. Right. If you see it move back in the other direction, we yeah. still moving what, averages started to move back down in the past few weeks, right. which is yeah. These jobless claims give us a, and and it's a, a weekly thing, but it gives us an indicator as to to uh, where we would see employment situation move. Yeah. Uh, so it's still like increasing, that. just not at a higher uh, no. higher rate. No, or we, is it actually moving backwards? The yeah. moving average has moved contracted down. a yes. little bit over yes. the last. So week. we we went from like 1.65 on continuing claims to we're at about 1.75 now, but that we're coming off that 1.75 level, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's it's a bit of an improvement, but it, again, you know, there's often a good bit of noise in these indicators because yeah. it's a weekly thing. Yeah. You know, you get so many sure. reports and it. You kind of got to back up and take the four-week moving average. The four and the 12, yes. Well, but combining those results with, you know, the the, uh, the, all these other leading indicators, like we were just talking about housing and, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, just generally uh, some of these companies reporting, like Home Depot, for instance, missing, you know, all this together. Right, exactly. I mean, is that... You combine it, yeah. One of them might not might not look so bad. The GDP, for instance, you know that was a lot higher than we expected it. So yeah. does earnings, the one, earnings decent still. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, I just wonder, yeah, 
what what might we see from what's happening when you got four, five, six indicators all right. kind of pointing one direction, or well, there's one or two that are maybe not yet, but part of this I might mean, be reactions to Fed talk. I mean, you would expect that that's going to be a little slower to get cooked into the pie, yeah, but I, yeah, but their their conversations they're having is, you know, they're they're going to be patient from here on out. Right. Um, you know what we we had talked about being quantitative tightening. They're already saying could be the first step where they just stop that plan altogether. Basically, they've been buying uh, or, or allowing. They're not buying back uh, bonds that they bought for quantitative easing. In fact, they were letting them roll off. We got to 4.4 trillion uh, in assets on the on the uh, FOMC uh, treasury, not treasury, sheet. but the Fed tr- balance sheet, yeah. and we're back down to around 4 trillion. Huge change, right? Yeah. Um, but anyway, it is a it is an improvement. You're listening to Money Talks. We'll be right back. All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.